Hey, so good morning. This is Stand Up, and I'm Amanda Napier, and I wanted to bring you a word today um, that God just dropped on me, and I just feel like it's such an awesome word, and so I titled the message, Do Not Be Afraid, but I want to talk to you about... Um, about what I mean by that and what the Lord means by that. And so um, I was just reading and um, had picked up the Bible it was in Second Chronicles. And I just kind of got struck by um, the message or um, the chapter on Hezekiah. And um, this is the part, and this is also in the book of Isaiah. So I'm going to refer to the book of Isaiah I'm going to talk to you about, it's in the book of Isaiah, chapter 36, and this is when Hezekiah is ruler. He's king over Jerusalem, and he has the Assyrian king come against him. And so he's trying to conquer. He has taken out all the surrounding cities of Jerusalem, and now he's coming after Hezekiah in Jerusalem. And so Hezekiah, in the Bible, in, in the book, he is just... A man after God's own heart. Like he, he came, um, he became king and the Bible says, you know, those before him did not do great in the eyes of God. The other, um, the former kings, Hezekiah comes on scene. He becomes ruler, becomes king over Jerusalem and he does right in the eyes of the Lord. He loves the Lord and the Lord in turn, you know, loves him and, and, um, honors back to Hezekiah, the things that Hezekiah has asked for. And so one example in the Bible, you know, it, it talks about Hezekiah is um, throwing a Passover feast for like the first time, you know, forever. And so he has his officials and his, um, um, the Levites and, and all his attendants, you know, he's, they're consecrating the temple before this Passover and they just want to do so so good in the eyes of the Lord. And so it says that he invites all the surrounding exiles, the people who had been, you know, taken out of Jerusalem. He's inviting them all back. And it says in the book that they are unclean. They are not consecrated. They are not um, clean to come into the temple uh, to observe this Passover. But Hezekiah prays for them. He prays over them that the Lord would see them, that they are returning uh, to him. And it says in the book of Second um, Chronicles that the Lord hears his prayer. He hears Hezekiah's prayer and he heals those people. And I just think that is so sweet. I'm, I, so I'm setting up to show you the Lord is honoring Hezekiah for his obedience, his love for, for the Lord. And, and God is about to show up huge. And so, um, fast forward, you know, and I'm again, going to take this out of the book of Isaiah 36, but it talks about, so now the King of Assyria has sent word to Hezekiah. I don't care. He's saying to Hezekiah, I don't care what you think or what you say. Your God is not going to save you or your people. He's not going to do it. I have conquered all the surrounding cities. I have taken down all of their gods and thrown them in the pits of the fire. I have, you know, I've done what I've wanted. I am, I have power. I have power over you. I have power over your city. I have power over your kingdom. And so he's, he's sent his people to tell Hezekiah and his people. So my people's coming to your people. And this is what's going on is what he's saying to Hezekiah. So a couple things I want to point out. One is that Hezekiah gets shook. 
he gets a little worried. And so, you know, we know in the Bible and it is written, we are not to fear, you know, have fear is not of God, but I'm going to tell you we're human. And when things hit us, we start trembling. We start fearing. We start thinking the worst. We start what's going to happen. And we can play in in our head 50 different things. And, you know, the one thing I have learned is you can think of a hundred different scenarios and none of them are real. It's in your, it's what you're thinking. And so Satan sometimes will come at us when we're having, when we have the king of Assyria coming at us, when we have people coming up against us, Satan will come to us and, and he will run with whatever, you know, we start worrying and we start fretting and, oh my goodness, what if this happens? Or what if I do this and, and this happens? And, you know, what if, you know, what if it crumbles around me? What if, you know, what if this is it? And I'm going to tell you, it's, that's your imagination. Those are your thoughts. They are not real. And so one thing, you know, I have to rein myself back sometimes when things happen and think, okay, no, wait a minute. This isn't, this isn't the truth. This isn't real. This is my, these are my thoughts and what I'm afraid of. And that's what the enemy will prey on you for. He will, he'll just keep going and keep digging at you. And, and I'm you have to stop it. You have to stop those thoughts. And so we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You just start saying that out loud. You start, and if, you know, I can't remember that verse and in, in the whole, how it's written, but I'll just call out. I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I'm holding every thought captive to the obedience of Christ right now in the name of Jesus. All thoughts are to be captive. And so when your mind, when you start racing and thinking of things, stop it right now. Second Second Corinthians 10, 5, in the name of Jesus, it is written that all thoughts are to be held captive to the name of Jesus Christ, to his authority. And so that is one thing that we need to do to stop. But the other, man, the other, um, you know, the fear the fear, like just start, just start speaking out loud. There is no fear in the Lord. There is no fear in the Lord. And so just recognize that the thoughts and, um, every, every thought that you have, every different scenario, it isn't real. That isn't reality. It hasn't come to pass. And so God is bigger than anything. He's bigger than anything that we have. He's bigger than any king of Assyria. And so I'm going to go on and I'm going to tell you, and, and I know so many people know the story because it is just the mic dropping bomb. It is, it's just one of the, the biggest, ugh, when I read this, it just, you know, and I've read it before, but it just hit me so hard. And so what happens, fast forward. So King Hezekiah is in distress and he's worried. And so he sends his people to go to the prophet Isaiah. And, you know, this is what the king of Assyria has said. And please pray. Please pray for me. Hezekiah is telling um, Isaiah, please pray on behalf of, of me and my people in Jerusalem that he's not, you know, he, that God's going to intervene that God can stop him because this is what he said, that he doesn't care. You know, he's blaspheming God, that he, no God is going to stop what he has to, what he has to do. And so what happens, what happens is here comes, here comes uh, drop the mic moment. Um, the king of Assyria, here he comes. 
He's coming, he's coming for Jerusalem and Hezekiah. And so Hezekiah, Isaiah, everybody's in prayer. And here's what the Lord does. The Lord, you know, Isaiah sends back a letter um, to Hezekiah. And basically, Isaiah says to Hezekiah, this is what the Lord says. This king of Assyria is going down. He is not going to come near you. He's not going to come near your city. He's not going to take over you. I am the Lord your God. And he's going to be sent back to Assyria with his tail between his legs. And know that it's it's me. God says, it is written in the Bible, he said, I know what he's done. I know the cities that he's overtaken. I allowed it, but I will not allow him to come into Jerusalem and harm a hair of your head, for you are my people. And so what happens is the the Assyrian army, 185,000, are moving in and coming to surround the city of Jerusalem. And oh my gosh. This is, I mean, this part is just, this is what gets me. When I read it, I just, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The Holy Spirit just hit me and I was on my knees just in tears because God sent one angel. God sent one angel. He didn't send an army of angels. God sent one angel. And in the middle of the night, that angel took out 185,000 people, soldiers in that army of the Assyrian army who were coming against Jerusalem and Hezekiah and God's people. And so God sent one angel. Do you see the power of our God? Do you see the power of the living God? Do you see how he is in control of everything from the grass on the ground to the birds of the air? Do you see that it does not matter what you what Assyrian army is attacking you? Who is your Assyrian army today? Is it a co-worker? Is it a neighbor? Is it a friend who you entrusted that's coming against you now? Is it somebody at church? Is it your bank account? I don't care who it is today. You know today. You know today, right now, in the name of Jesus, the power of God, that he sent one angel from the heavens and took out 185,000 people. I'm going to tell you, is there anything he can't do? Is there anything your God can't do? He loves us. We are his children. Just like the people of Jerusalem that were under King Hezekiah, those were God's chosen people. Well, I'm going to tell you, through our salvation of Jesus Christ that died on the cross, that we accepted as our Lord and Savior, we are now heirs of the throne. We are God's chosen people. And I want you to stand on this word and this promise today that nothing is too big for your God. There is no Assyrian army that you have coming against you today that God can't send and swoop out in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. He is bigger than any problem we have. And he wants you to know that today. Trust in him. Seek him out. And if you are not saved, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, Romans 10 verse 9 says that if you will just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross and ascended to heaven and reigns on high, you will be saved. And I want that for you today. I want that for everybody today.
because everybody deserves to know the power, the peace, the joy, the love, the hope that is connected with our Lord Christ Jesus and our God who reigns on high. He wants you to know that today. He wants you to know there's nothing to be afraid of. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And when he told, when um, Isaiah came back to Hezekiah with that word, the Lord said to tell Hezekiah, do not be afraid. So I'm going to tell you today, do not be afraid. There is nothing, there is nothing that our God will not conquer for his people that he loves. And it doesn't matter how bad your circumstances look today, how bad you think they are, in the blink of an eye, he can change it all for you. Have faith in him today. I pray that you all will have a blessed week and that you will cling to this word in Isaiah chapter 36 and know that I love you and your heavenly father loves you even more. In the name of Jesus, I pray this touches you all. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.